Hey, how's it going? This is Josh from Books by Josh, and I would like to welcome you guys to episode number 18 of the Books by Josh show. This episode is titled, How to Keep It Real. This week's episode was inspired by life and years of dealing with people face to face. So let's dive into this week's episode. So what is keeping it real and what does it have to do with life and or business? Keeping it real simply means being honest and not having a facade. All right, that's it. This is an important aspect in life and business that many people overlook. Why is it important? Because no one likes a fake person or business. By the way, I'm doing air quotes when I say fake because we're all real humans and real businesses, all right? Let me ask you guys this. Would you want a friend who is two-faced? You tell them one thing, they say it, Oh, no problem, and then turn around to turn that thing you told them behind your back. Or they're acting completely different in front of other people. Or do you want to do business with a company whose moral values are questionable? That you don't know where your money's going or if the product's even real. That's why keeping it real is so important. I know many of you right now are thinking, hey, this sounds good in theory, which is true. But how does it apply in real world scenarios and some of these hypothetical questions? So let me give you guys some real world advice from my decades worth of experience dealing with clients face to face. Doesn't matter if it's clients, customers, regulars, hamburgers, or whatever you call them, they pay our bills. This is a fact, no matter if you're a business owner or just a worker, it applies to you. Why? Because without customers, we wouldn't make any money. Customers bring money into the business, and if you're an employee, the business pays you a wage. It's common sense, okay? So, right now, we all know the common saying, which is, the customer's always right. That's not the only saying we should know. It's another saying that I learned over the years of working face-to-face with people. Customers never forget. <laughs> right now you're saying customers never forget this has nothing to do with keeping real but it does why does it have to do with keeping real because if you promise a customer you're going to deliver something you better deliver because if you're not delivering on your promises setting the right expectation you're not keeping it real guys I worked with a guy and girls and everything. I worked with people who promised clients discounts, freebies, and credits, but they didn't always come through. They'll say, oh, don't worry, they won't remember this. By the time they remember, it'll be too late. Stuff of that nature. But this person never kept it real. So when they came back, they had complaints, or most of them were ready to leave and do business with other companies. Why? Because one employee was enough to change the person's perspective on a whole company. I've said this multiple times. Whatever company you work for or you're a part owner of, you have to take ownership of that. The customer doesn't know that you're not the company. In their eyes, you are that company. You work in Burger King or McDonald's. To that customer, you're are Burger King or McDonald's. So they're going to vent their frustration out on you even though you're just an employee. 
just like they are at their jobs. So, how do you keep your word to keep it real here? I do my best to follow through on any promise that I make a customer. It could be something small. It could be something bigger. I've sometimes had to follow up with customers for clients for a couple months to get their problem resolved. But I make sure to keep the clients updated, especially when it takes those couple months. Why? Because it shows that I'm actively working for them to make sure that I resolve their problem. By becoming a person of my word, my clients always brought their friends and family in. Not just to say hello, but to do business with me personally. So, my coworkers were losing customers while I was gaining clients. Why am I saying customers for my coworker? Well, because these people that he dealt with or she dealt with only did business with us once or twice. Whereas the people I dealt with, the clients, I did business across the span of years with them. Even when I left the industry, I kept in contact with them because I built up relationships with them, which is the segue to the next part. Keeping real doesn't just mean keeping your promises because that's not that hard to do. Just follow through with what you say you will do. Nope, there's more to keeping real than just keeping promises. You have to be genuine in life. Genuine. Not genuine the rapper, okay? In business, it's hard to do this because you have to be a decent human being. Some of us aren't that. Let's be honest. But for those of you who are, let's talk about it. Remember I just said I built the relationship? That's the next part. It's key. Build relationships with your clients. No, not those kind of relationships. Just learn about them. Talk to them. You have to make your clients comfortable with you and by doing this, you're making sure that your interaction is memorable. Why is it important to make sure that each interaction is memorable? Because this means that they're going to come repeat times. Repeat. Meaning multiple times to do business. Small things like asking them questions about things like their hobbies, family, employment, stuff like that. We used to call it pro or network marketing. That was the whole thing. Family, recreation, entertainment, uh, family, recreation, um, entertainment, money, and something else. But that's the same thing. You have to get to know the people you talk to. If you know your client loves to fish, then use that to build a relationship with them. Find out their hobbies while you're talking, a little chitter-chatter while doing business. Because if you're working face-to-face with them, there's going to be some awkward dead silence while you're typing in the computer. They're getting something, signing papers. You understand? Break the silence. Make this small little chit-chat. And the next time you see them, hey, the weather's been nice. Did you go out fishing? I know the last time you told me you love to fish. Then you know what they said? Oh, wow. Yeah, you know, I just went out there, hit some pictures. They're going to remember that. If you know the mother has a kid because they brought their kid into the establishment or whatever, bring up, hey, how's the little one? I'll see you and have them with you, blah, blah, blah. You know, things like that. It's the same as sending holiday emails or texts. 
to your bigger clients or even your small clients if you don't have millions of clients. Why? Because they're going to remember you. But this small task that takes literally a couple seconds to a minute per client will give you one of the most impactful ways of making some real sales, money, whatever that you do to generate income for you. This is the best way to do it using existing customers. You have such a huge ROI, return on investment for this couple minutes of work. Do you know how many clients responded back to thank me and place orders at the same time? We've just said like, oh man, I really wanted to get this. Thanks for sending me this holiday test. You just reminded me I wanted this. Can you get this for me? Even if they don't respond right away, when they want something, they're going to think of you first because you showed that you cared about them. They weren't just another tally in your bank book. They're not a number on the sell sheet. No, they're a human being in your eyes. You're treating them like a human, so they want to continue to do business with you. That's important in business. So now, how do we do this in real life? That's simple. It's the same thing, basically, but a little bit different because you have to treat everyone. It doesn't matter who it is. If it's the one time you meet them, guess what? You have to treat them the same. Open the door for people or hold the door. You don't have to run to the door to open it if you're drinking Starbucks and you see a person come in. What's a nice gesture? If you see a woman come in with a stroller and bags, get up, open the door for her. Hold the door if you see somebody coming in or leaving. It takes a couple of seconds. Say thank you. If I'm passing in front of somebody, if they're talking, I'll say excuse me. It's not much, but guess what? You never know if you're going to change someone's life by doing this. Josh, what do you mean I'm going to change somebody's life by saying thank you or open the door? Take a look at Tony Robbins. Someone fed his family one Thanksgiving when he was younger. That changed his life. This one person fed his family. And you know what? Millions of people are fed every year because Tony Robbins now donates money to help feed America through one of his foundations. This person could not have known that this one meal would lead to such a massive movement to end hunger. But that's the beauty of keeping it real. When you keep it real, you don't expect it anything in return because you're not doing things to get a return on it. You're doing it out of the kindness of your heart. Think about it. You think I say excuse me just because I want to say, oh, no, don't worry about it, man. We're just shooting the shit, talking. Oh, no. I do it because it's manners. It's like you give up your seat to a pregnant lady or elderly. It's called manners. And being keeping real and being true to ourselves is why all these motivational speakers and entrepreneurs all say that our gifts are the things that we will do and be happy if we never got paid a cent in our life. If you love, like I do, writing, talking, just being me, giving advice, things of that nature, if I never see a cent, guess what? I'm happy because I'm helping others. That's what it's all about, is bringing joy to others. Warren Buffett tapped 
says he tap dances to work every day because he loves what he does. He makes a crap load of money, which is great, but he didn't do it for the money. Steve Jobs didn't do it for the money. The money came along with it, but they changed their mindset and they did it because they wanted to. The main thing to take away with this whole episode is to stay true to yourself. Don't try to live a life that isn't yours. But Josh, everyone says to model successful people, or you're telling me not to model success? That's not what I'm saying here. I'm talking about those of us who are poses. What do I mean by poses? We act like we have it, yet we don't have it. We buy a fake Rolex because it says Rolex to show people, hey, look, I got a Rolex. I'm talking about those who post on social media a life that isn't theirs to live. They take pictures of nice cars. They go to a car show, take a picture in the car, and then months later they'll post it to say, oh, they just got it. Mind you, they don't even own the car or have a driver's license. They photoshopped themselves in the beach. They set up their room with all these expensive things. They go to the store. Take something, take a picture with it, say, oh, they just got that. That's not the real life. Don't take pictures of things that you don't own. Don't do it. But Josh, that's my dream car or my house. Or I want to buy a Rolex. I want to have that. I want to have that. So what's wrong with taking these pictures? Then you have a dream board in the past? Yes, I did make a dream board. For those of you who don't know what dream board is, it's you take oak tag or cardboard, whatever, even a whiteboard or your wall, and you just post pictures of things you want, your goals, your dreams. And you're supposed to look at every day that helps you wake up every morning and do what you have to do to attain your goals. Well, I did have that. And guess what? I've actually acquired a lot of the items on that board. But I never posted online and acted like I already obtained them before I did it's good to have goals and dreams, but don't act like you accomplished them without putting in the work. Don't act like you can afford to fly, fly first class every single flight you take. If you're sitting there and just living off somebody's couch, off money you didn't earn, off inheritance, you didn't earn that. You got lucky. Make your money work for you. Put in the work, then you can play. The saying goes, all work and no play. Playmates, Jack and the boy, but all play and no work. Makes Jack pretty dumb. So, like always, this episode has to come to a close. This pretty much wraps up this week's episode of the Books by Josh Show. If you liked it, feel free to subscribe to the podcast. If you want more content, check us out on YouTube by searching Books by Josh. Or visit us online on booksbyjosh.com. Feel free to follow us on Twitter at booksbyjosh, on Facebook at booksbyjoshr. If you wish to support us, feel free to become a patron, patreon.com slash booksbyjosh. If you want a copy of my book, Private Eye, you can go to Amazon for your, the ebook, or you can get a physical copy through Amazon or Barnes & Noble, or even a signed copy at booksbyjosh.com. I keep it real, which is why most of you guys listen. So, do me a favor, go out, keep it real. Do it for a week and let me know what happens. Anyway, guys, I'll see you guys in the next one. See ya.